Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. What sport do you think I'm going to start with today, Anthony? What sport? Are we start? Are we going to start with some football? No, we're not going to start with football. Basketball season starts next week. No, we're not going to start with basketball either. What, you going to start with some MLB playoffs? I'm going to start with some baseball. ALCS. How about that? Yeah, how about that? Uh, the Astros get the win over the Red Sox last night. 5-4, to four, Carlos Correa, the big home run to win it. And I'm not going to go too in-depth into the, the actual game last night. I've got a broader point to be made, one that I made um, earlier this week and has – Made me a hero in Houston. I'm a hero in the city of Houston. I've appeared on basically every Houston media outlet in the past couple of days, you know, like local TV stations, the radio down there, because of my heroic take that I had, um, more or less uh, about the Astros. Well, not more or less about the Astros. It was about the Astros, but it, it did turn me into a champion in H-Town. So to any listeners in the Houston area, I appreciate your adulation. I accept the crown as your king. (laughs) But um, basically, on Wednesday, I did a piece for Sports Illustrated titled, Admit It, the Astros are Awesome. Now, I think the the word awesome, you know, some people go, you can't call the Astros awesome. That's wordplay. So, excuse, you know, I just like the way awesome sounded with Astros. I could have said the Astros are very good. But the Astros as awesome, the point is that, of course, with the Houston Astros, we associate them with the cheating, right? Like, the, they, they've, they did that. They banged on the garbage cans. They stole the signs, all that. That is forever a part of their franchise history. This specific team, it is forever a part of their history, we won't forget it. I'm not saying to forget it. But what I am saying is at this point, years down the line, and with this Astros team in the championship series again for the fifth straight year, five years in a row, at this point, it's time to admit that the Astros are not a product of cheating. Like, it's one thing to say bad on them for cheating and even to question the outcome of the the world series that year i mean they're you know i i understand 
where the vitriol comes from with the Astros because in that instance you're talking about like you're not looking at one individual player who cheated you're looking at a team and you also have a World Series that could have been decided as a result and then you have very large fan bases Dodgers fans Yankees fans who have a place to put their blame you know uh, there's a definition of blame I like which is to a way to discharge pain and discomfort so you've got Yankees and Dodgers fans who are like, their their fault, not their own team's fault, right? So that leads to a lot of vitriol, and then it becomes a thing, and then they don't get punished enough, and then it's like, all right, the Astros are the team to hate. And, you know, by the way, the Astros being a team to hate is not a bad thing for baseball, I don't think, because there aren't that many baseball teams that move the needle nationally. I mean, the Yankees even who have been the hated baseball team over the years, they, I, I think, don't really, I mean, they still move the, the needle more than most teams, but they don't inspire the same level of uh, hate that they once did, I don't believe. They're just not, they're not the evil empire anymore. There's not, it's, it's hard to muster up, I think, for, for others, this hatred for the current Yankees to the same level. They haven't won a World Series since 2009. What do you, you know, just doesn't feel the same. The Dodgers have the huge payroll, obviously another huge big market team, so they're they're probably up there. Uh, the Red Sox, the history, the Cubs, the history they got, but the Astros are right up there with the, with all those teams when it comes to national, probably uh, recognition at this moment. So that that's not a bad thing for baseball. But now that we're years and years past the well years and years makes it a little bit too much. Now that we're a few years past the the cheating incident and the Astros are right back, you know, in the mix again, the third team ever to make it the five straight league championship series. All I was all I was saying is that you know, you can no longer point the finger at the Astros and say, oh, you're good because you cheated. That That's clearly not the case, unless they are somehow still pulling off a, a long orchestrated sign-stealing scheme. So my, my point was basically that. The Astros have proven they're not a, a product of cheating, and they're an excellent baseball team. But because so many people have ganged up on the Astros – over the last several years, and they've been mocked and ridiculed and hissed and booed. Uh, I think, you know, Houston fans sort of rallied around me saying that, maybe because I don't know if too many people, if anybody in the sports media have kind of said that directly, because nobody really wants to defend cheaters. It's not like I'm like, hey, the Astros, they cheated, who cares? Cheating's good. No, that that's not what I'm saying. I'm not defending that, but... What I am saying is it should no longer define them. It's a part of them, but it should no longer define them. And it's not like other teams with scandals are forever defined by those scandals. Think of the Patriots, for instance. The Patriots have two cheating scandals with names, right? Deflategate, Spygate. They both got names. Spygate, Deflategate, maybe in order of significance. I know, like, some people don't like to 
act as if Deflategate is a thing. I'm not saying it was a big deal. I, I have no idea how much it helped them, but you know they did have or Brady did have dudes slink it into the bathroom to take air out of football, and somebody named the deflator at his phone. <laughs> if you if you um, let's just put it this way: if they didn't think it was giving, or if he didn't think it was giving him some sort of advantage, he wouldn't have done it. And then the Patriots as a whole, Sp- Spygate. You know, there's all sorts of rumors about how deep that actually went. Peyton Manning joked the other day that when he's in the Patriots locker room, he, well, I don't know if he joked. Peyton, Peyton Manning <laughs> said the other day that if he's in the Patriots locker room, he was wondering about being bugged um, and the like. So my point is when Brady and the Bucks went um, from Tampa up to, to New England, up to Foxborough to play the Patriots, did you hear anyone talk about Deflategate or Spygate? And all the lead up, all the hype around that game, all the the pregame uh, hoopla. Did anyone hear that? I didn't hear a single soul mention Deflategate or Spygate about the Patriots. So they they've they've got two cheating scandals, and people barely even mention them anymore. And this is not me saying we need to label the Patriots cheaters and invalidate what they accomplished. This is me saying the standard for a team with scandals isn't that that's the only thing that they're ever known by henceforth. And the Astros, it's different. It feels like people want that to be the only thing they're known by henceforth. And maybe it's because it's baseball, and baseball is weird like that, you know, because of the treasured records and marks and all. And that's one of the reasons the steroid thing was so controversial, because Bonds broken that record, the home run record. I don't know. Um, so one point I have is, is that, like I said, other great teams with scandals aren't solely defined by them. And then I did, in addition at at SI, I have a show called, and now, you know, and the last episode was on, uh, cheating in baseball. And in, in doing that episode, I did a lot of research on the history of cheating in baseball. And it's even more prevalent than I realized. I mean, I knew it had gone on like, but from the very beginning of that sport, sign stealing was a thing and not like in like a I don't think it's wrong to steal signs as if like you see the catcher put the sign down and you interpret it you know that's not the same thing that's you know counting cards I I make it sort of like akin to counting cards I never understood the idea that counting cards would be you know not allowed because (laughs) If you're counting cards with your mind and you're not using some device to, to count them, you're just good. You're not cheating. And stealing signs without you know the help of electronics or, or technology, I don't think that's wrong. I'm not talking about that, though. Even way back at the origins of the game, people were using technology to, to steal signs. Like, you know, there there's books written on teams in the late 1800s with telescopes atop shacks stealing signs in i believe the year is 1905 don't quote me on that but the early 1900s the phillies had a sign stealing scheme where there was an electrical system wired to the third base coach's leg and the third if the third base coach's leg would twitch because of the shock from the wire system it would indicate what pitch was coming 
The shot heard around the world. Shot heard around the world. One of the most celebrated moments in baseball history. Giants win the pennant. Giants win the pennant. Well, that was a sign-stealing scheme. That Giants team was involved in an elaborate sign-stealing scheme using a telescope or whatever from a, you know on high to, to relay signs to the bullpen phone. So that's not to you know mention all the other cheating in baseball sticky stuff and steroids and cork bats and what have you so you know when when i go back and i, I do research like that i realize well you know clearly the astros aren't alone and and that you know is beside the the red Sox apple watch thing and and you know the more recent stuff with other teams so when i see that the astros are clearly not alone when it comes to baseball cheating history when i see a team like the Patriots not be defined by their cheating at all. Not even come up. It didn't even come up when Brady and, and Belichick uh, squared off. It kind of makes me go, all right, I think the Astros have uh, been put through the ringer enough. They, they've earned it. You know, they earned it. They deserve to be criticized and, and all that stuff. But is that now the defining thing for this baseball team? No. Because you add in, you know, the long storied history of cheating, plus the fact that other teams and other sports aren't defined by a scandal like that, plus the fact that the Astros just made their fifth straight league championship series, just won game one of that league championship series, are the best team in baseball as far as I'm concerned. You know, they have that contact-heavy approach at the plate, which is sort of the antithesis of the way baseball has gone for the home run or strikeout outcome. Um, you know, and the Astros led the league in runs, or led the majors in runs, and the lowest strikeout rate. I mean, that their lineup is relentless. And and obviously guys like Altuve and Correa are beasts. In fact, I, I believe they now have the most um, home runs in the same game by a pair of infield teammates in Major League Baseball history. So, I... I took all that into consideration and arrived at the conclusion that while the Astros did cheat and they deserve to be remembered for that, that deserves to be remembered, we won't forget it. It's pretty apparent at this point they aren't a product of the cheating and are a heck of a baseball team. You know, I'm not defending what they did, but I am saying it should probably no longer solely define them. Because, and here it is, the Astros are clearly awesome, and it's time we all admit it. What do you think? Are you ready to admit that the Astros are awesome? 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. You can also get at me on Twitter. That's at Robert Ludberg, R-O-B-I-N-L-U-N-D-B-E-R-G. Of course, a lot of football to get to today. I'll, I'll spend a few minutes on the Kyrie saga um, that maybe reached its conclusion, at least for now, this week. And um, had a little bit of a, a squabble with the morning show in, in New York, and, and we'll fill you in on, on what happened there. So lots to get to today, but right now I'm asking you, are you ready to admit it? 
The Astros are awesome. 855-212-4227. It is the Robert Lundberg Show, and it's here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the Robin Lundberg Show. It is the Robin Lundberg Show here on CBS Sports Radio. And Roberto Rodriguez tweets in, I agree with you, the Astros are a very good team. But as the Yankee fan living in Houston, the Astros fan base are annoying and become like certain Yankee fans entitled. Hope they do not win another title. Hate that I want the Red Sox to beat them. Look, you're not alone in wanting the Red Sox to beat them. Uh, even though, you know, Alex Cora is the manager of the Red Sox. It was kind of the engineer of the sign-stealing scheme. So what are you going to do? Uh, <laughs> as far as the, um, you know, the point I'm making, though, the Astros are awesome. It's time to admit it. What do you think? Do you agree? Disagree? 855-212-4227. I say awesome because it sounds good with Astros. Basically, my broad brushstrokes, obviously the Astros cheated. Shouldn't forget it. I'm not defending their cheating. I am saying it should no longer solely define them, uh, and they've proven they're not a product of said cheating and are an excellent baseball team. That is what I'm saying. Let's go first to, how about Matthew and Syracuse? Matthew, you're on the Robin Lundberg Show. What's going on? Yeah, Robin, how's it going? What up, what up? I'm just wondering, um, I think Altuve, for a small guy, he's got power. No doubt. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's definitely pretty good. <laughs> what what, do you, what else you got? For a small guy, he's got power, though. But Boston's got a good team, too. It's going to be a tough one. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, you don't get to the, this point in time if you don't have a good team, right? And and uh, the, the Red Sox uh, were up in that game. It was a come-for-behind victory for the, the Astros there. All right. Appreciate the call, man. Uh, how about let's go next to Rich in Detroit. Rich, what's up? What's going on, Robin? How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, I I kind of appreciate your point and how you made it because I definitely disagree with it. Um, but, but, I mean, at some point, yes, the Astros have to be – they're not a total product of the cheating. And I root against them. I still root for pitchers to hit them or at least make them dance. Uh, I can't even watch them play if, if, if three innings go by and the ball don't come close to one of them. Um, because I just think nothing happened to them. They cheated. They outright cheated to the lowest point. And, yeah, I know the Red Sox. Yankees did too, which makes it kind of hard if you want to pick a non-cheating winner for this year. Each year you go through this. But they cheated the most and the worst, and they got a pass already. And it's kind of like what you're saying is, ah, come on, y'all, let's go ahead and give them a pass. They already got their pass, and they didn't really get any real punishment. And that's what really irks people is mm-hmm. that they did it, and the commissioner gave them a pass. So we as the fans not going to give them a pass. Oh, I hear you. I, I'm not even saying – I guess I'm not saying necessarily to give them a pass. That, that, it, it is part of their past, and it, it's going to always be remembered. Like, you know, I think even when I hear – even me, like now I hear the word Astros, the first word that comes into my head, the word association would be cheating, right? That would be, that would be the first thing that pops into my head. But as somebody I'm not, like, emotionally invested in it uh, – I just, like, clearly, all I'm saying is clearly the cheating isn't what made – it may have helped them in that series, 
and and I understand your point. You're right. Like that is why a lot of people are upset, and that's one of the reasons they've kind of you know I think their punishment has been in in public shaming for the last. And we're now talking. It's been about four years, right? Public shaming. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> uh, for a for a long time, I think that's kind of been the punishment. But you know, you can't really front on how good the Astros are as a baseball team is what I'm Quick question for you. Yeah. How did you feel when the Rays reliever, because uh, he was a hero to me, when since they're not hitting him anymore, when he just spoke up on it like, yeah, you know what they're doing over there. They play, they score way more runs on the road than when they get home. I mean, he was a hero to me. Well, except for the splits don't, that's not true. What he that's said. <laughs> <laughs> I, who cares? It's just All the right. fact that he, he wouldn't let them slide. You yeah. know, on the game that they won, he was just like, you know they cheaters. I mean, that was all he was basically saying. Y'all know yeah. they cheaters. Well, I mean, the one thing that's different about the Astros, and I appreciate your call and, and the sentiment of what you just said, is that you had players, too, who were upset about it. And and a lot of these players are, are cheating in some way. or do. I mean, like, look, we, how prevalent was the sticky stuff thing? But they didn't think of that as cheating in the same way, right? Like that's just for Pete's sake. It's so hard to grip the ball. I mean, they, they didn't think of that in the, as the same level of cheating as as obviously they they thought and they they labeled what the Astros did. But you know, why is the why you know? Let me ask you: Why do the Patriots? Why is Spygate and Deflategate not brought because they got punished? Is that the difference? Tom Brady has a courtroom sketch that lives forever. Or is it because it's baseball versus, you know, football and, and people just look at it differently? And why, you know, is it that the Astros won? I guess it's because it was in the World Series and it was a team. But, you know, it stands out so much when there is so much history of cheating in baseball. Like, it's never stopped from the very beginning of the sport until today. I'm not saying forget the cheating. I'm not saying don't hate them for the cheating. I'm not saying that at all. All I'm saying is you can't front and act like they're not a great team. I mean, they're clearly a great team. Admit it, they're awesome. 855-212-4227. Let's go to Tom in Scranton. Tom, you're up next on the show. Good morning, Robin. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Not too bad. I'm about the whole cheating thing, I agree with you 100% about your comments about the Astros. And uh, just to bring it up, a young man growing up in the 60s, 70s, I sat and watched many games with my grandfather. And I learned so much from watching him, how he would tell me about, well, when St. Louis was playing and players like Lou Brock were out there, they're on the road, and Pittsburgh would grow the grass seven inches high in the infield. You know, I mean, I mean they, I'm, I'm sorry, they would cut it down to a half an inch high to, to, for the ground ball, so they would throw them out at first, or if they were playing home, they'd go at seven inches uh, high and so that he could beat out those plays, you know, that's cheating in its own way, but it's accepted cheating. The short porch, the short fence down in New York in, in the left field, I mean, in the right field, come on. If they didn't have those hitters that could hit them all down there, a two and a half, three foot wall as opposed to a seven foot wall, how many would have been doubles on off the wall hits instead of home runs? If they well, that's that's traded, not cheating. I mean, that's just the dimensions of the uh, same. You could make the opposite case for the green monster, right? I mean, it's you know, right. I was just yeah. going to go there. I was going to see if Dave Kingman played in Boston. He'd have been the home run king for how many he hit to the uh, left field deep on every other park. 
that's what I'm saying. Every team is able to cheat in their own way. You know, you well, uh, let me just wait, uh, you, I'll let you continue your point, but I just have to make sure uh, the dimensions of the ballpark aren't cheating. That's it's weird that baseball doesn't have a uniform. I that's guess in a sense, but that's but I, but that's not the same as cheating. Team. No, but every basketball, hockey, football field are all dimensionally the same. Where every single like I saw Mark McGuire hit a line drive home run to break the home run record. It was off a, I think over an eight foot wall down the uh, left field left field line. I mean, come on! If you made it a standard twelve foot around, everybody then you could take all the statistics and then truly compare them. I mean, that's that's uh, players will go to different areas because of different fields. I, I'm going to play free agent. I'm going to sign here because this field is more uh, favorable for me for hitting. So in its own way, if baseball became more uniformed, they would, in my opinion, have a stronger uh, sport. Well, look, I mean, that's a case to be made, But uh, and thanks for the call. That has nothing to do with the Astros and cheating, though. That, I, I don't want to um, conflate issues here. Uh, you know, the Astros and cheating, if you want to bring up the Red Sox and the Apple Watch or, you know, Garrett Cole and the sticky stuff. Or who, I mean, obviously, it's not Garrett Cole. I just say him because he's the – for Pete's sake, um, you know, there there's so many different pitchers who are involved in that, or Bonds and Sosa and McGuire and Palmero and on and on and on, Canseco and steroids or cork bats uh, like Chris Sabo and Albert Bell and Sosa again, or, you know, even back before when you're talking about doctoring baseballs, Whitey Ford, um, <laughs> there's just so many different guys. Uh, and, and you go back to the history of the beginning of the sport sign stealing. Again, they were up in shacks with telescopes, and they had buzzer systems. And this the shot heard around the world was a sign stealing scheme. Like that, the the Giants that year were were part of an elaborate sign stealing scheme. So the Astros aren't alone in, in cheating in baseball history. Other teams and other sports aren't defined by their cheating scandals, the Patriots, for instance. And they just made it to their fifth straight league championship series. So my point is just simply the Astros are not a product of the cheating. Clearly, they've proven that. So admit it. They're awesome. You're listening to The Robin Lundberg Show. It is The Robin Lundberg Show. Hero of Houston. Robin Lundberg, that is I. I accept the title of hero that you have bestowed on me, H-Town. Because the Astros are awesome, and it's time for everyone to admit it. Are you ready to admit that the Astros are awesome? 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. At Robin Lundberg on Twitter. You know, I, was, I, I did a Houston media tour the last couple of days, and, and I guess, uh, you know, it, it's because the Astros and their fan base and, and Houston have just only heard the Astros crapped on for, for years, deservedly so. I'm not saying they don't deserve it, but that's all they've heard, and the Astros just keep winning, but that's still all they hear, and after a while, it gets frustrating. So just me, a member of the national media, coming out and saying, you know what, the Astros cheated, they did, but... Clearly, they're really good. <laughs> was enough to to make me a hero uh, in those parts. So I, I I won't shy away from it. I will accept. I accept my title of hero. 
Let's go to Billy in Toronto. Billy, you're up here on the Robin Lundberg Show. What's going on? Hey, hey, Robin, listen, I couldn't agree with you more, man, and you deserve that title. It's about time we get off this Houston uh, this Houston uh, uh, cheating thing. And, and I'm going to bring up some, some other examples just to, just to prove to you that it's not Houston. I mean, we had that uh, label put on us here in Toronto in 2015 and 16 when it seems like we were scoring 15 runs a game. And, you know, the, the rumor was that it was a center field cameraman tipping off our, uh, tipping off our hitters. And some people will tell you uh, Jose Batista made a career out of it. I mean, I watched, I watched a game where um, I believe it was A.J. Krasinski was the one that brought it to light. And it was the first game of a series, Robin. First game of a series. And A.J. could be a little bit of a pain in the ass. He, the first pitch hasn't been thrown. A.J. calls time gets up and gives all kinds of signals, which should have been done before the game started, to his infield, and then he gets down and runs about 15 signs before the first pitch is thrown. And I'm saying to myself, who possibly could be stealing pitches when, when there's nobody on base? And we had that reputation for the longest time. We picked up Troy Pulowitzki, who I'd heard, uh, I'd heard rumors that he was being tipped pitches for the longest time in Colorado. He comes over here to Toronto, and they said, by the way, Monford, their owner, said, we'll never, ever trade Troy. Well, Troy winds up in Toronto and doesn't hit a lick for three years here. And then the last one, uh, the last one is we're, we're playing the Yankees two years ago. We go into New York for a three-game series. They beat the bejesus out of us, hit 20 home runs. I think it was a record in the three-game series. And then they come back to Toronto a week later. And, by the way, Chase Anderson gave up five solo home runs in one inning, they come back to Toronto, we play them, we sweep them in a four-game series, and they don't hit one home run. Chase Anderson goes into the game, pitches two innings, and strikes out five guys. What is, what is my point to this? I think everybody cheats in this game, and uh, it's about time you get off the Houston Astros. They are a very, very good team. They took Tampa Bay to seven last year. They also play 81 uh, road games. Let's not forget that. And I got a feeling that, you know, they can do it and win the whole thing. They're just a damn good team. They're one of many that cheated. I'm glad you brought up what you did, and uh, that's all I got. I appreciate the call. Look, they they did cheat. Like, again, I'm not – and they cheated probably harder <laughs> than most of these other cheating incidents. But baseball has a long history of cheating. Uh, the Patriots, the point I keep making, aren't solely defined by their cheating. You know, Brady and Belichick had a reunion. I didn't recall a single person mentioning either Spygate or Deflategate. And the Astros have just proven themselves since. I mean, five straight league championship series is five straight league championship series. I mean, maybe they need another World Series to fully validate it for people, but they validated themselves to me. So I'm not saying you don't, you know, you shouldn't call them cheaters. Uh, I'm not saying you shouldn't hate them. I'm just saying... They're clearly not a product of the cheating, and they're clearly an excellent baseball team. So, therefore, the Astros are awesome. 855-212-4227, at least in that sense. Dean in Columbia. Dean, you're up next here on the show. What's going on? How you doing, buddy? I've been what listening up? to you every Saturday for years. It's my first time calling. Well, I, I, I appreciate I, that, sir. I'm turning 73 today. Ha well, happy, happy 73rd birthday. Uh, Dean, you. congratulations. I, I feel good to be here. 
Yeah, I no. I grew up in Cincinnati. I started looking at the Reds at Crossley Field. I sold peanuts there when I was 11 and 12 years old. Uh, uh, matter of fact, when the Reds were in the 60 World Series with the Yankees, uh, uh, I met, uh, what's his name, Chuck Connors. I knew that he was a rifleman. He called me over. He said, would you go and get me a couple hot dogs and a Coke? And I said, but what about my peanuts? He said, just leave it here. I went to the, uh, got him two hot dogs and a Coke, came back. All my peanuts were sold. He gave me the money. I don't know if he bought them all or what, but they're all gone. He gave the money for the whole box and a tip. So I go way back. I, I lived in the Bay Area. I saw Willie Mays. I went to see the A's. And, and, and what I'm saying, this team has been going on. All teams steal signs. The whole thing is, it's hard as hell to hit a major league baseball at 95 to 100 miles an hour, even if you know what's coming. So it doesn't matter. You still have to execute. If you know the fastball or curve or whatever, you still have to be able to hit the ball, and that's not easy. Three out of ten makes you a superstar. Uh, yeah, yeah, no question. I mean, uh, it, it's. It, I think it's it's difficult. Look, that's one of the reasons you probably have teams looking for an edge. That's. I I, I it's tough because I don't want to venture into defending what the Astros did per se, but uh, but you know I, I do want to clearly state that obviously what they did isn't the thing that made them a great baseball team. You know, it may have it may have helped them that year. In 2017, I, I don't know how much influence it had over the World Series, but it's not what made them a great team. They were a great team that that cheated. Um, but I appreciate the call, and, and happy birthday, sir. Um, you know, uh, and hopefully there are, are many more uh, a, as well. But always want to recognize uh, you, you're listening, and, and 73rd birthday, that's you know a hell of an accomplishment. I, I hope to be there one day as well. Let's get to Stoney in Louisiana. Stoney, you're up next. What's going on? What's happening, Mr. Rob? How you got having me follow 73-year-old Dean killing it? Um, it's tough already. but <laughs> Selling peanuts <laughs> back in the day, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I mean, I, I don't have that. But, you yeah. know, we got to give it up to the Astros for doing what they're doing five straight. Um, should I give up my little league uh, championships back in the day? I, I don't think so. I mean, we were taught at a young age. Uh, I mean, it was a part of the game. Uh, and now it hasn't gotten elaborate and it got to a different level and, and to see it out is good. But Dean had a good point. You know, you can know what's coming and get up there and try to get it. It's, it's very, very tough. It's a, it's a mental game. And to watch, watch Correa, watch Altuve Bregman, watch those guys stay on the ball last night and uh, come back after making an error. Man, it was a heck of a series. I think it's great for baseball. Last night was uh, – we tuned in as a family. I mean, it's uh, it's good to, it's good to have the crowd. It's good to have baseball back. Let's go. Let's go, Brandon. There you go. Look, I mean, uh, hey, I, I was – I got to tell you, I was surprised because let – me, let me put it this way. And, and obviously, you know, there are a lot of baseball fans out there, but – in a week where I made pieces on John Gruden, Kyrie Irving, and the Houston Astros, like, if you had to told me, considering the magnitude of the Gruden and Kyrie stories, that the one I did on the Astros would blow up bigger than by a large margin than the others, I would have told you you were nuts, right? Like, or, or peanuts. 
sold back in the park. But it, you know, they're obviously uh, it resonated with people, and and I think, it, like I said, I think it resonated with people because, you know, not to give myself too much credit, but I probably came out and directly said something that people sort of dance around a little bit, and and the way I worded it to the awesome thing, you know, that's a trick of the trade. It's you know there to to get people's attention right to to come for the substance um but they are <laughs> you know like if i was on a polygraph and i said the astros are an awesome baseball team it wouldn't go off 855-212-4227 how about emory in florida emory what's going on hey how's it how's it going what up emory? How, how are you all right hey listen when you were talking about the patriots cheating you didn't bring up the snowplow incident I, I, I refresh me at my uh, memory. I, I don't recall the snowplow incident. Okay, you're probably too young to remember it, but back in the 70s when they were playing the Dolphins, uh, the field was full of snow. It was snowing, and the Patriots were driving, and they came down to kick a field goal, and they sent out a uh, snowplow to clear the, uh, clear the field so the holder would have an advantage. Hmm. Oh, in 1982, I see here. Snowplow game. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's another incident the Patriots that were cheating. We're, we're 30 miles south of Miami, and we're my, uh, Dolphin fans down here. So you remember these Patriot cheating incidents that you hold them close to your heart, huh? Uh, I guess you could say that. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it is funny, right? Because the Patriots aren't – I mean, I, I brought this point up, but – the Patriots, they're playing Brady Belichick. How much media coverage of Brady Belichick was there? It was just like so much. It never stopped, right? And yeah, I didn't hear right. a single mention, not a single mention of either Spygate or Deflategate, not, not even in yeah. passing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I just wanted to bring that up. So that's the third incident they got caught cheating. Uh, I appreciate the call. That's sort of, in a sense, unrelated just because it's not the same regime. Um, you know, you can't really blame Belichick and Brady for something that happened in 1982, nor Robert Kraft, I don't even think. But uh, as far as, um, you know, it being the Patriots, it is kind of funny. But, you know, the, the Patriots, nobody talks about that anymore. Everybody just – and, and I, you know, like the Patriots, I would say the same thing, by the way. I'm not sitting here, like, saying the Patriots are a product of cheating. Obviously, they're not. They proved that. They were a product of Tom Brady, <laughs> what the Patriots were. But I think that gets to my, my ultimate point with the Astros. The Astros have proven it. They're not a product of the cheating. you got to admit that, at least. Whether you want to admit they're awesome at 855-212-4227, you have to at least admit that they're not a product of the cheating. And they win game one of the ALCS 5 to 4 was the score they lead the series one game to nothing over Boston their fifth straight appearance in the league championship series five straight three games from the world series now if you're you know if I'm picking I'm betting on the Astros to win the world series for sure in fact at the next commercial break I think I will bet on the Astros to win the world series the universe is telling me I should do that, right? All this love and adulation I've received in Houston. Should have done it before game one instead of being a dummy now that the odds are going to go, you know, a little bit more in their favor. 
Nevertheless, I think I will make the plus 180, the Astros to win the World Series. It's not really uh, that enticing a bet anymore, but it has. I just made it as I spoke just now. Wow, it's too easy to bet. <laughs> think about it nowadays. I'm in the middle of I'm, – I'm hosting a radio show, but I can place a bet as I'm, I'm doing it on my phone. Hey, I guess, you know, I'm not going to complain. It's not a bad thing. Convenience is always good. But that that's probably the most I've realized just how easy it is. 855-212-4227. Are you ready to admit it? The Astros are awesome. 855-212-4227. Still got to get to John Gruden. Still got to get to Kyrie Irving. Still got to get to the week in the NFL. So still got to get to a lot here on the Robin Lundberg Show, but I always want to get to you as well. So please join in on the fun. Also, in the next hour, going to play you um, a argument I had where I was going up against a crew. It's just me against the crew, and you're going to have to tell me how I did. It's the Robin Lundberg Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.